Hey, you guys. How's your weekend going? Nice to be with you again. Um, there's so much going on in the world right now. I've spent a lot of hours this week reviewing everything that's happening. Oh, I'm supposed to say my name. I'm actually Richard Sachs, and this is Lost Arts Radio Live. We we didn't get to have our um, <clears throat> live uh, safe stream version today, which is usually a half hour before this one. It's a version specially made for YouTube to pay homage to the terms of service and community guidelines and show that we're reformed and re-educated and everything. And they gave us a strike and kicked us out for a week anyway because they found a video that we did. My mistake, it was a completely evil guest who I happen to like a lot named J.B. Williams. And he was talking about a subject that in America, because we have, you know, we've got freedom of speech and everything. Um, you're not allowed to talk about that. You just have, see, what you have to learn is you have freedom of speech in approved areas. And if you use, try to use freedom of speech where it's not approved, that's not really freedom of speech. That's terrorism. So I didn't understand that fully. And they found a video that we had done with JB. And so we're being punished and reformed and reeducated. And they hope that we'll repent and go back to, um, <clears throat> only shows that could never offend anybody and don't talk about anything that's not approved to know. So, But on this show, we haven't gotten to that point yet. And um, there's so much that, that we could talk about. I was, as I said, wondering what to share with you today and not knowing if I should spend <clears throat> 10 minutes or an hour going over stuff. Um as you probably know, the show's not for entertainment. It's not something that we would spend the time on to do that. And it's also not to just go over all the bad things happening with no answer of what to do. I mean, a lot of independent media is already doing that and uncovering the pieces that they know about. And a lot of good people are working on using the legal system to get bad things stopped. And fortunately, finally, more lawyers are coming out to help bring lawsuits against um, the shots that are happening and some are suing uh, against its use in children and at, at least that's something even if that's all they're doing we're talking for a long time about you know all these <clears throat> people going through law school the purpose of that is to try to do something to help the world really you know like people and uh, the real environmental issues not not the fake ones um and finally, it looks like a lot of lawyers are coming out and doing that. Uh, it's encouraging. And um, still, most of them don't get, most of the lawyers and even most of the doctors, you know, they and most of the, most or all of the people in government, they rush to say, well, I'm not anti-vax. Don't worry, I'm not a terrorist. They, they don't get, they haven't done their homework. They just memorize safe and effective. They, they don't understand that the idea of injecting things into people to prevent disease has been a scam since the beginning. I mean, in, in recent times, that's, I guess, about 1796. Edward Jenner in the UK really got it started for what's going on now. And he may have been sincere thinking that it was some really brilliant breakthrough on his part. 
But it's been 100% scam since the beginning, and it's not hard to figure that out. The people that are programmed against noticing that, they just get all upset and say, safe and effective, safe and effective. And there's consensus, and the science is settled, and anybody who questions it is a terrorist, and Biden confirmed that for us, by the way. And, um, you know, you can't really talk to people in that frame of mind. That's not real science, where you just fly into a rage or get panicked, and you you can't talk about things because everything's settled, and that's not what science is like at all. And any of those guys, and any of us that want to know the history of, of giving injections to prevent disease, just read the books by Suzanne Humphreys, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, and Dr. Tim O'Shea, and Dr., uh, you know, there's a lot of others, Blaylock, and uh, Labo and so many others like that. Even some of the top doctors, you know, in the world can't seem to grasp that their programming is so strong. They can't understand that what they were taught with thousands of repetitions in medical school or in public health school was not true. And the, and it doesn't mean that their teachers were lying. Their teachers could have been really good people. There's a difference between lying, which is intentional, or not being correct, which is nobody's fault, and it afflicts all of us in different ways. We're, we're all trying to learn more accurately and correct ourselves where we have to be. But um, in the universities, it's not that they're lying. I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of university professors and doctors and PhD people and people who don't get the basics that we're talking about now, they're not lying, the ones I've talked to. They just don't know. They're repeating what they memorized and never questioning it. And they don't even realize, because of the programming, that that has nothing to do with science. Science always questions everything, including the long-held beliefs in fact, real scientists are happy to do that because they would say, you know, they know there's no ego in it. They say, well, if I'm wrong, that's great. Show me I'm wrong because um, then I can correct it and I'll be closer to what's right. And that's what I want. Where that's been lost a long time ago and it needs to come back. Um, so if any of you doctors and public health people are listening, um, do you remember what real science is? It's not citing peer-reviewed journals. That's not it. The reason for the peer-review system, even though there's a lot of people that are sincere and don't know this, is so that anything totally outside the box that you're not supposed to look at, let alone understand, is forbidden because you can't get it peer-reviewed and pass it, mostly. The peers that review it are making sure that everything's within the conventional status quo. And if it is, then it's like um, this old analogy of uh, when somebody's fishing on the pier in the ocean for crabs and they throw the crabs in the bucket and the crabs have a really bad future. They're going to get boiled alive and eaten, their bodies eaten, which probably is not what they want. And so one crab tries to get out of the bucket and instead of the other crab saying, wow, that's great, 
we'll follow you. Give us a hand up, you know. They grab the legs of the crab who's climbing out and pull it back down. They just do that by reflex. It's a lot like fake scientists, uh, including academics and medical doctors and public health officials and people who aren't lying to you, but they've just memorized what they think they learned and they can't accept anybody climbing out of that bucket. So we're seeing that happen all over the place. Um, Real science is always happy to question long-held beliefs. It's never settled. It's never controlled by corporations or powerful individuals with conflicts of interest or government agencies. And that's why the doctors that are becoming conscious and also are brave enough to talk about things that are unacceptable to talk about, like the five doctors, you know, that we've played. In fact, we've had four of those five on our show, and we're going to have the fifth one soon because these people need support and appreciation and uh, cooperation. Doctors Tenpenny's, Polevsky, Made, Northrop, and Merritt. These are, these are great people. <laughs> Everybody should be supporting them incredibly strongly. And in, instead, uh, I don't know if they're officially on what CDC calls the disinformation dozen, but uh, they're shot down as uh, crazy people. And what, you know, what we're experiencing is what happens when the authority figures go insane or are controlled by malicious uh, satanic circles way above them, which is what's happening. What happens? Because that's the power structure, and we've been uh, trained to believe them from birth and to trust whatever they say. And even if you want to, if they say you should do terrible things to your own physical body, you do it because, I mean, it, forget it, it's science. You know, if you remove your brain, you'll prevent brain cancer. That's the kind of brilliant mentality that they're, they're parroting right now. And that's not really as brilliant as they might think. But these, these honest doctors that started finding out what really happened and never stopped, um, they've paid... Uh, heavy prices to expose the treatments that work um, and the ones that you shouldn't do that kill people, like uh, ventilators for fake COVID cases. If you do that, gener- you know, all the doctors I've spoken to, the patients all die. And, you know, it, just a funny coincidence that the tens of thousands of dollars get paid to the hospital when they say, yeah, we had a COVID case and we put them on a ventilator and um, I haven't heard any of these enlightened doctors. Some have agreed, but to bring it up themselves or any of the public health people that are starting to recognize, wait a minute, there's something wrong here. You know, what is it? What's wrong with this picture, right? What's wrong with this logic? And I haven't heard any of them come right down to the foundation of the pandemic and say, wait a minute. If the PCR test is total fake, which it is, it's according to the inventor of the test, it's a good lab tool like a magnifying glass to find little bits of things in tissue samples. Not to say what they are, they, because a little fragment of genetic material could be a fragment of a lot of different things. You don't have any idea what it actually is. You might have a guess of what it might be or 10,000 other things it might be. 
So it's not meant to be a diagnostic test. I don't know if this is getting across or not. If you get, especially if you're a doctor or an academic or a public health person or a scientist, I've had a lot of great doctors go on the air and say, you know, I just don't understand about, and then they list all these things about the pandemic. They should start with a PCR test. Because if they just understand that, and it's not hard to understand, you can find Carrie Mullis, the inventor of it, still on the internet, because I guess they think nobody's smart enough to listen to him. He invented the PCR procedure. I shouldn't call it a test. He said, you can't diagnose anything with that. It's not a diagnostic tool. It doesn't have false positives and false negatives. It just doesn't even do that kind of testing. So to say that you know, like our friend Alex says that 94% false positives. No, it's not, Alex. It's 100% irrelevant. It has no results for diagnostic tests at all. Carrie said that. Um, interesting story this week. Um, Mike Adams, our friend of ours, tried to buy PCR equipment for his food lab because, you know, he has the Health Ranger store and Sells, sells health food and tries to test it, all of it, for heavy metals and contaminants and poisons and GMOs and all kinds of junk that is in the food that most places sell. And a lot of them try to even sell it as organic, and he tries to not do that. So he went to buy PCR equipment before he knew any better because, I mean, like it's the standard of testing in the medical system right now, right? It, it's tested all the cases of this whole pande- so-called pandemic. And he, he was asking questions because he's a real scientist that questions even what he thinks himself. That's the bottom baseline that you're supposed to do. You don't have to be an official paid scientist, anybody who wants to be logical. And he was saying, if this picks up fragments of contaminants in the food that I'm testing... Will that show what the original whole contaminant really was? And they said, um, no, not really. It could have been a lot of things. And he said, okay, will it show how much of it there was? And they said, well, um, actually, no, because you magnify it as big as you want. It's perfect if you want a fake test. But if you want a real test, I mean, and it's very expensive. And he asked all these questions. And then in the end, the company just got really mad at him for asking and then, you know, ruining their perfectly good scam because they're selling these all over the place now. It's a great business if you don't care about ethics and karma and, you know, stuff like that. It's perfect. In other words, for the medical industry, the main part of it. So they got mad and refused to sell it to him. And... Um, There are cases of COVID, okay, because there's a syndrome that means like a collection of symptoms that people get together. And the main one is they can't breathe, they can't get oxygen, but their lungs work fine. And this is a unique syndrome, set of symptoms. And generally, from what the doctors, all the doctors that we've talked to say, You put a patient like that on a ventilator, and it's great for hospital money and bonuses and credit for getting a COVID patient and credit for putting them on the ventilator. The only little detail that's not good about it is 
um, the patient dies. But, you know, other than that, it's great. And so they, they've done made a tremendous amount of money classifying these cases as COVID and putting them on ventilators and killing them. And the doctors who don't mean to do that said, you know, we don't understand. What's this weird disease? We give them this wonderful treatment of ventilators and they all die. And then later on, some of them started figuring out, wait a minute. I mean, when you talk to people in the medical industry, they use language to make it sound really complicated and impressive. But if you insist on boiling it down to common sense and logic and saying what's meant, everything changes. And some of the things being missed or intentionally missed are really simple. You know, a third grader with good logic would get it. The ventilator thing was one of those. Uh, the injecting things to prevent diseases is another one. Because after 225 years, roughly something like that, that that's been being done, and all the people that it's been killing and maiming, you might start to think, wait a minute. Is this really the best thing in medical history, in the history of science for 200 years, or is that maybe not entirely accurate? I mean, we're, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Idiocracy, but we're living in idiocracy too. People use complicated words and you think, oh my God, complicated words, they must be incredibly smart. That's what you learn in a lot of these advanced educational courses, including how to be a very impressive doctor and how to not have common sense. And the, the doctors that have managed to go through that programming and keep their common sense and their logic and, and their emotional intuition about things, which is critical. And in conventional fake science, you're taught to get rid of all your emotion um, because it's not scientific, of course. The doctors that got through that and kept their integrity and their common sense, those are strong, brilliant people. And they're working hard right now. We've had all these frontline doctor people and uh, World Doctors Alliance in Europe doing great work, getting totally banned by the media. We have criminal media. I think hopefully you've noticed that. Most of the major media, in fact, all I think all the conventional media, even in the U.S., Fox News, which had you know, some good left on it has shown recently, and I'll tell you why in a minute, that um, they're totally controlled by the uh, demonic criminals that are running the whole thing. And that's a little issue that we've got to fix as normal humans that, yeah, all of us have all kinds of flaws, but we don't. Most of us have the flaw that we want to see the biosphere destroyed and all humans killed. I mean, if you're some kind of advanced scientist listening or a doctor or a public health official realize the depth of programming that you've got. It's not helping you to do good. It looks like you're doing good because you're told you are. But if you're taking away people's natural rights, which can't be suspended even in a so-called emergency or even in a real emergency... And if you're harming them, then you're not doing good. Sorry, I'm not condemning you or anything. I'm just pointing out something you might want to pay attention to, that um, in the whole medical field, which is used being used to, as a cover for tyranny right now, 
and extermination, which is being set up as we speak. Total extermination of all species on the planet. That's the end game of the people in charge, just in case you wanted to know. And they don't let the people in their system below the top levels know that because, you know, it could be bad for morale for the people to realize they're on a suicide mission. Most of them want to think either they're serving the public, that's the lower levels that are university trained and working for the UN and groups like that. They, most of those think they're serving humanity. Quite a bit above that in, in the power structure are the ones that um, think, yeah, well, we do have to kill most people because, you know, we're saving the earth. I mean, you just have to. It's the best thing for them. And they've had a good life anyway. And if they haven't had a good life, then they probably want to be killed. So there's, there's really no problem that we can see in science, right, or in um, philanthropy. I mean, it would just dictate that you have to do that. At the top level, they know what they're doing. And it's a suicide mission uh, by the numbers, not a quick extermination, because they could do that if they wanted to. And they're not saving the ecosystem to support the elite remnant. That is not happening. The plan is not to save a remnant. It's not to save 10% or 5% or 1% or any percent. They expect to get their reward on other levels for which they will not need their human bodies. So it's a ceremonial sacrifice, and they're well into it. And it's like, uh, what was that, in one of the Star Wars episodes, right? You guys saw the early ones. Uh, Han Solo and uh, Luke and Leia were caught by the, uh, what were those little animal-type things that could talk? And I'll, I'll remember, maybe. Anyway, it was going really bad because they were caught. They weren't exactly sacrificial animals, but they were supposed to be dinner. And they were turning them on a spit over a fire. And uh, the only thing Ewoks. that saved him was Luke got creative. But we're in kind of a similar situation. It's Those just are Ewoks. That most of us. What? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Ewoks. Ewoks. Sorry. This this is why Doug gets you know the the huge money to be on this show. He knows all the technical stuff, and I'm just kidding. He gets hundred times my salary at the moment, but we both get zero. In case you're wondering. So Ewoks, Ewoks, that was Ewoks. And the Ewoks weren't really doing a sacrifice of, of the good guys, but it wasn't very good for them anyway because they were going to be cooked and eaten and were in kind of a similar situation. And the only thing is that Han Solo and those guys knew that they were in a tight spot because when you're being cooked, you don't have very much time to stop the cooking and change the agenda. Most of us don't even know we're being cooked and sacrificed. This is more complex because I don't think the Ewoks had a spiritual connotation to it. They they were just hungry. But in our particular case, it does. It definitely does. And the top-level rulers, I mean, I'll just give you the spoiler alert now. In case you're really searching for who's in charge, it's the satanic circle at the top. And these are not just religious Satanists. These are the real ones in touch with their bosses who are not physical, and they're carrying out following orders. This whole pyramid power structure is full of levels that are just following orders, which leads to bad results. So, um, anyway, if people in the system, in the science system, 
and the medical system and the public health system, most, most of which people have really good motives. I know many of them in the academic environment. They're great people. It's just that they, they're emotionally programmed that what they spent so many years memorizing, oh, it, it couldn't be false. I mean, forget it all. How could all of these professors and authorities be lying? They're not lying. If they don't know they're telling falsehoods, they're not lying. They're telling what they memorized from teachers who memorized the same thing, from teachers who memorized the same thing. It, it just gets into a rut, and this is why breakthrough scientists in history, the ones who really came up with something new, their biggest suppressors were the scientific community and the educational community of the time. You know, when uh, the theory that the Earth was flat was changed for the theory that the Earth is round, it had a lot of resistance, and people got, you know, into really bad situations and killed a lot of them. And it's it's the establishment that wants to kill the real scientists every time. And that's happening exactly the same way right now. So if you wanted to just understand, any of you guys in the academic and science world, what's going on, why the, the whole pandemic thing is not as real as you're supposed to believe, Understand the PCR test. It is not full of false positives and false negatives. It's not even a test. You just set it for positive or set it for negative. That means the, in technical terms, the cycle threshold numbers at 40 or 15 or whatever you want in between. And you can set it to prove that a vaccine works. You can set it to prove that a treatment like hydroxychloroquine fails. You can set it to do whatever you want. You can set it to show that Democrat presidents are better than Republican ones because as soon as Biden got in uh, and I made the mistake with the other platform of saying that that was uh, a fake election, so I won't say it this time. But as soon as he got in, they turned the, they co- coordinated the instructions to turn the PCR test down, cycle threshold down, and it showed, wow, the cases went down. And so it's it's a political tool. It's a psychological tool. The PCR procedure is a um, mind control tool. It's, it really it does work for that. I, I think Kerry Mullis might not have known because he died for some reason immediately before the pandemic started because he would have been inconvenient to have around now saying, you guys... This is not a test. This is not a diagnostic test. If you don't have a diagnostic test where all the cases are coming from, you don't have a pandemic. And if you don't have a pandemic, you can't do your lockdowns. This would be so stressful for the people that want to kill us. I mean, they would need psychiatric help. So we can't have that. This way they feel happy and everything's fine because they're destroying most of the economies of the world, not China at the moment, but they're certainly destroying Western economies, third world economies, African, Central American, South American, Australian, New Zealand. They're destroying all these economies. And that's not some kind of esoteric subject. If you destroy an economy, you can't buy anything. You can't even acquire anything. That means you can't eat food and you can't build houses and you can't 
buy gasoline for a car. It's a very practical issue. So all of this depends on all of us having no idea that the PCR test is a complete fake. It's good for what it's good for, which Carrie Mullis explained, Dr. Mullis, that um, if you have a sample, you know, like a biological sample that came out of somebody's body or out of a sample of uh, some medium that bacteria is growing in or something like that, and you want to see, is there any... um, some esoteric, remote, almost unknown uh, tissue particles, DNA particles in there, some little molecules. If there's any, PCR can multiply a sample that you can take out so high, so highly, that you'll find it. And that's why Carrie Mullis said, well, you can find anything in anybody with PCR. PCR can do that. Those are his words. If you get that, and I don't know why almost nobody gets that, even the really great, courageous hero doctors, most of them don't say there are no laboratory diagnosed cases of COVID-19 that have ever been confirmed. None. Because all of them came from PCR diagnosis, which is a fraud. And if that came out, I think, you know, yes, it would be stressful for the people who are trying to kill us and all their well-meaning servants, like the educated people with advanced degrees that are saying, well, yeah, the lockdowns are just essential because, like, I mean, that's why we're stepping over all these dead bodies in the streets, because everybody's dying of this pandemic, and it's worth tens of millions of people starving to death because of the lockdowns, which is what's going on, what's being set up. Because we just have to stop this pandemic. I know it because look at this peer-reviewed paper. I mean, they're insane, okay? That's what they've learned in school. If you get a peer-reviewed paper that says to kill yourself, which actually, in a way, they, they have now. Because if you breathe out, if you're one of those evil humans that exhale, that means you're putting out carbon dioxide, Like, you know, don't even try to hide it. You're one of the worst beings in the world. Because carbon dioxide is a mistake of God. And it's going to destroy the whole universe. Well, at least this planet for a start. Um, The only thing about that is it's really impressive, but it's completely not true. There's, if you look at the real science, which I know we're not supposed to do, but... If it be, when we have the choice of either telling the truth or, or just being quiet and trying to hide, I think we just have to tell the truth if it's going to help anybody. And if you look at the larger time graphs for millions of years, there is no correlation, thanks to Don Easterbrook for pointing this out, Dr. Easterbrook. I'm trying to get him back on the show. There's no correlation at all between CO2 percentage in the atmosphere and global temperature, none. There is, if you look at a little tiny place where the, the blip is in the right place, then you, you expand that out to look like the whole graph. Mike Adams did a beautiful job exposing this. Uh, you know, we, we have no staff to go look up those articles and find them all when we need them like Alex does, but um, it's there, and he did a beautiful job. There was this colored bar graph, and you know, charts showing all the 
for the last tens of millions of years, CO2 level versus global temperature. No correlation, none. Don Easterbrook confirmed it. So um, it's the same with PCR. There, You can't even do a test with it. You can only do a fake test. And that's what they're doing right now. And that's where the variants come from. They're testing for variants with PCR. I wanted to let you know that. Just in case you don't find us on this platform again, remember that. The variants are, are made up. Because if, if you don't have a sample of the original virus, which means cleaned up from everything, isolated from everything else, how are you going to know what's a variant of that? Well, what they figure is, well, we're going to save a lot of work because the public is now so dumbed down that they don't know anything about this. And we'd have people come on TV who are trained in tone of voice and facial expression like the news anchors and say, yes, there are these deadly variants now. It's probably going to kill us all, but at least we have a chance with the vaccines if everybody gets the vaccine. And then everybody, you know, a lot of people get the vaccine because they trust, they have blind trust of the television and the other authorities. And then they say, well, if you got the vaccine, it actually doesn't completely save you. So you still have to wear a mask because, I mean, obviously you could spread it to everybody else, even though the vaccine means you can never get it. And Biden is saying, oh, yeah, if you had the vaccine, like, it's obvious you're never going to get the disease. And now they're saying, well, you kind of still do get the disease, but um, but it's the right thing to do to get the vaccine anyway, even though a lot of people are dying on the spot from the vaccine. Don't worry about that. It's extremely rare. And if it happens to you, you should feel good anyway, because it's extremely rare. And so don't worry about that. And then they announce the new variants and they start with alpha and they go up the Greek alphabet. And I guess they eventually get to omega. They haven't gotten there yet. They've gotten to several steps of these different variants, but nobody points out, even these brilliant doctors, most of them don't point, I mean, they talk about the variants as if they're real. And they don't mention the fact that if they don't have the original virus, they don't have the variants either. CDC doesn't have any of this stuff. They make it up. And um, that's so hard to believe that these amazing agency that, that we've been trained since birth just work for us around the clock. And the, I mean, like they don't even take, they wouldn't even take pay if it was up to them. They just want to serve the public. And that's the reason they make it unacceptable to, to have free speech because they know that free, real free speech is only for acceptable beliefs. And they'll tell you what those are. That's the situation that we're in right now. And they're starting to push really hard that with all these terrible case increases, which are nothing, I mean, they're PCR results, which are not even results, with all the, and they figure, huh, the, the top level is laughing at us, I'm sure, because they're thinking, the average person is watching the TV, uh, the infections are terrible, and they, we don't see any of them around, but I mean, they must be filling up the rooms and I probably can't even go out the front door anymore without stepping over dead bodies. And they just believe that stuff. And now they're telling those people, all of us, that the, all these terrible new infections, because they turned up the PCR tests to make new waves. 
and of cases, and they do that whenever they need to. That's that's how dumb the PCR test is for the. It can't be used for this purpose, but that's how you do it if you want to create a, a fraud. And um, I, I'm talking to you guys who are censoring too. If you're not bots, and and even the bots, I'm sure you're very nice bots, and you should change your attitude. Um, but especially the humans that are still censoring this. This applies to you too. There's not different kinds of humans that get affected by this and and don't. We all do. And so now they're saying that anybody who doesn't get the vaccine uh, with all the propaganda to take it immediately, it's their fault that we're having these new variants and the new waves. And I want to read you something about that, at least part, part of it, if we have time. Uh, but before I get into that... Um, well, I guess, I'll, I don't know. I've got too much to go over in the hour that we've got. But um, there's an article here that I printed out most of it. Probably won't get through more than a little bit, but it's by a guy that I think is doing a brilliant job. And his name is Brian Shilavy, if I, I may not be saying it right, S-H-I-L-H-A-V-Y. And his site is Health Health Impact news.com and vaccineimpactnews.com I recommend if you want good sources on this kind of stuff write those two sites down in case we disappear can't imagine why we would disappear right but just in case and I want to read some of what he wrote yesterday if I can do that Um, put it under the light here and this is partly for people who think that the Republicans are just all you know, fighting for justice and, and truth and the American way or the human way and trying to save us all from the scam. That's not entirely accurate. Um, they're going along with the real bosses, which are ordering, you know, the, the real bosses are not the drug companies and the vaccine companies. They're far above that. But the extermination plan that they're running is using the vaccine and drug companies right now to, to accomplish their goals. And these injections have had animal testing, just to make that clear to you. They have, and, and the animals died. That's why they don't publicize it. So what Brian says is in his article, I'll read some of it. Hopefully you don't mind if I read. Um, this is his article from July 23rd, which as far as I can tell was yesterday at vaccineimpact.com, not vaccineimpactnews.com, sorry, Uh, vaccineimpact.com. Alabama Republican Governor Kay Ivey has joined the Biden administration and the CDC in attacking unvaccinated residents in her own state, blaming them for the case for rising cases, cases in quotes, of COVID-19. Do you know what a case is? It's not when an actual honest doctor says, you can't breathe, let me give you the remedy for that so that you'll be okay tomorrow or later today. There are real remedies and they all get censored. You're not allowed to use free speech on that kind of stuff. But so the rising cases are every time they turn up the PCR test, which I think the coordinated orders for where they set it come down from the Centers for Disease Creation, CDC, and they they set it up high and they get rising cases. And then they tell the governors, because the governors are just servants. And if they are willing to see their people die for giving them false information, they get supported to stay as governor. 
and so she's blaming the unvaccinated residents. And it says her handlers, who are undoubtedly among the big pharma lobbyists, are apparently putting pressure on her to get in line with this narrative as Alabama has the lowest COVID vaccination rate in the country. In other words, there's the most aware people, smart people, not in the IQ, just IQ, because you can have a high IQ and be oblivious to what's going on. There's lots of well-meaning, very intelligent people who have no idea what this is about. I'm talking about people who still have common sense, and apparently there's more of those in Alabama than in most other places. Um, And this is from The Guardian, too. It says the Republican governor of Alabama said it is time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks for rising cases of COVID-19 amid concern that months of misinformation over the need and efficacy of vaccines is fueling a resurgence of coronavirus infections in several states. Kay Ivey said that vaccines are the greatest weapon that we have to fight COVID and added that a surge in new cases of coronavirus in Alabama is due to the reluctance among many people in the state to get inoculated. Only about a third of the eligible people in Alabama have got a vaccine shot, one of the lowest rates in the United States. And I told you what that means about the people in Alabama. They're pretty pretty sharp. No pun intended with <laughs> respect to jabs. Folks are supposed to have common sense, said the Alabama governor. But it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the vaccinated folks, who are, by the way, the ones who are dying. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us down. Ivy added that nearly all the new hospitalizations and deaths due to COVID, which is a misinformation on the death certificate because they have no test for COVID. I know it's hard to grasp, but there's no test for it. There's no valid test for it. She said nearly all of the new hospitalizations or deaths are due to the unvaccinated people. These folks are choosing a horrible lifestyle of self-inflicted pain, she said. In in other words, they're totally insane if they're not getting the vaccine. It should be noted that like other Republican governors, Ivy signed a bill in May that prohibited businesses and other institutions in Alabama from requiring vaccine passports that verify immunization status of people as a condition for entry or services. But as we have previously reported, that doesn't mean that she or any other Republican governor uh, is against COVID-19 injections and all the harm they're choosing. And then Brian has great links in the article. If you really want to understand it, I mean, just do the study. And then he brings up DeSantis in Florida. And I've noticed this. I tried to get a hold of DeSantis myself and can't do it because he is totally hooked onto the conventional people with the conventional credentials that are willing to say the same thing they memorized in school, you know, safe and effective and stuff like that. And they wear a really expensive suit. They have friends in the pharma industry. And I mean, who could doubt them except, you know, they're either very unaware or they're lying. But it's a, he says, Brian says, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, while stopping short of ac- actually blaming 
the unvaccinated for current outbreaks, as Governor Ivey did. Nevertheless, he is also promoting the same narrative put out last Friday by the Centers for Disease Creation and the Biden administration by repeating the lie that almost all hospitalizations right now are among the unvaccinated because the COVID-19 vaccines are saving lives. It's completely untrue. I don't I don't think DeSantis is bad. I I don't think everybody who gives out the wrong information is trying to do that. Uh, DeSantis strikes me as a very sincere guy. And he's been brave and he's stood against a lot of uh, completely un- immoral government stuff. But in this case, he's completely out to lunch. And I... Uh, like to be able to reach people like Governor DeSantis because I think he's a great person. But when you've got a whole team of highly credentialed doctors and scientists and public health experts and things like that all saying what they memorized in school, it's very hard for a regular old person like the the three-year-old kid in The Emperor's New Clothes to come up and say, he's naked, he's naked. And in The Emperor's New Clothes, that worked. You should read that fable if you're not familiar with it. It's good. And it tells you what's going on right now. Um, So Republican, as Newsweek reports, this is still in uh, Brian's article. It says Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has said that COVID-19 vaccines are saving lives. Now, by saying that, DeSantis is actually contributing to people dying because a lot of people are dying from the shots. And the way they work, because they've been animal tested, so we know what happens. And some of the animals die within a short time. Most of the animals die months later. And in human lifespan uh, terms, that's years later. And so right now, the people who know what's going on are looking for remedies to save the vaccinated people from the results of their mistake. And hopefully they'll succeed. I haven't seen any real definite remedies yet, but we have a famous virologist whose name is not allowed to be mentioned um, without disappearing right away. She'll be on the show uh, early in August explaining what she knows could be remedies for the vaccinated people to avoid the ramifications of their mistake. But Ron DeSantis, who I still think is a good man, is giving out horrible advice. And he says, if you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, the chances of you getting seriously ill or dying from COVID is effectively zero. That's 100% false. And he said it during a Wednesday press briefing, according to Newsweek. If you look at people being admitted to hospitals, over 95% of them are either not fully vaccinated or not vaccinated at all. And so these vaccines are saving lives. Now, if you hear somebody say that, who's got a fancy studio, not two square feet in their bedroom where they can talk on the internet, and they all have ties and they have, you know, $5,000 suits, and they're always all saying, yes, they all save lives, and this is the latest science. Who's going to not believe that? anybody with common sense, but there's not very many people with common sense these days. So um, anyway, this goes on and on. 
And it's very important to understand, I think the point of that article was this is not a partisan issue. The people that are recommending that you get injected with gene-altering material, you know, hopefully you understand why GMO corn or sugar beets or GMO papayas, you should never eat any of these things, GMO stuff. <clears throat> you shouldn't eat anything with Roundup on it. This is not some liberal, you know, craziness. It's true. It's, it's chemistry. You shouldn't do that. But if, if you're aware enough to know that you should never eat anything with GMO ingredients, no matter what, even if your food, even if you have to eat less food because you insist on clean food, if you're aware and smart about it, you know, you, you never eat food with poisonous ingredients or GMO ingredients. You just don't do it. The idea that that would be allowed in the grocery store is absurd, but it is. We're living in idiocracy, too. So if you understand that, then you have a good chance to understand that um, you shouldn't allow yourself to be genetically altered either. That would just kind of be common sense, right? I mean, get your common sense back. It, academic world is saying common sense and, you know, old-time logic and seeing what's right in front of you is not scientific. It's... Um, not objective, it's subjective, it's anecdotal, it's not reliable. That's because the opposite of those things are true. If you get your common sense back, you're more advanced in your understanding of this whole situation than most of the top-level scientists because they're so compartmentalized. They've been trained in their specialties with tunnel vision and you can't understand what your tunnel vision expertise finds out unless you understand the context, you know, about the other, all the other subjects that are connected. If you have super specialists, they're all likely to be wrong. They, they might be right about what the little tiny focus that they're looking at, but it'll be misunderstood because they don't know everything else that goes together. And in real life, things are not happening in a test tube with one variable. They're happening with infinite variables, most of which we don't even know what they are. So if you don't have your intuition and common sense operating, then you're almost guaranteed to make fatal mistakes. And it's not just governors. Um, heads of countries are giving the same nonsense. That the heads, obviously, the, even, even the real president of the U.S. in exile is giving the same nonsense. And like DeSantis, I don't see him as a bad person. And a lot of people say, Richard, you're a total moron. You're an idiot. You know, Trump is a horrible person and he hates everybody and he's in on it. He wants extermination of the whole thing. You, you could be right. I'm totally fallible in anything I think, obviously. But I don't sense that he's a bad person. And I know personally a lot of great people that think the anti-vax people are idiots and, you know, everybody, every animal, probably every plant should be vaccinated. You know, they, they're, they're not lying and they're not bad. Some may be, but most of them aren't. They just really are programmed. And it's happening in France. It's happening in the UK. In the, in the UK, things are, and Australia, New Zealand, things are 
completely going insane. And it's not like insane, just crazy. It's methodical setup for starvation, famine, extermination, um, military people who have YouTube channels who are willing to speak out and risk uh, getting in a lot of trouble are saying that we just got a YouTube article today that a lot of the high-level uh, American military officers are getting told, get ready, you know, because things are going to get bad really quickly. They haven't started yet. And the purpose of the fake pandemic uh, grounded in the fake PCR test that has no results you can use. Nobody can count cases from that at all. And the few real cases that have been clinically diagnosed, which they have, if the doctors are brave enough to use what works, they fix those people right away. They don't need anything fancy or expensive. But that's all censored. And so um, all the Western countries that I know of, and even African countries, um, they're all pushing the same deadly agenda for everybody. Get injected with something that's going to permanently change your genetic makeup. And they have, you know, huge numbers of deaths already that you're not supposed to know about. This is one that uh, Jamie White came up with this morning that we're already talking about France and Spain and uh, Greece and Fiji and all these different places going completely authoritarian, you know, saying, yeah, you have natural human rights, except not in a health crisis, because everybody knows a health crisis is above natural rights. So, I mean, forget it, it's above God. A health crisis is like it. You should worship a health crisis. And you lose all your rights, and it's the best thing for you. And all of the leaders of the countries are saying this, and the ones that didn't, there's a brilliant guy, I think he was in Tanzania, one of the government officers there was saying, wait a minute, or as they say in Canada, hold the phone. What's going on with this, you know, this test thing, this PCR test? And he took some samples from a goat and a pawpaw, that's a fruit that they have, and uh, something else. Sent him in, they all were seriously positive for covid so he knew he was exposing publicly, this is a complete joke. And they said, you know, it's good enough to take some people off the internet and censor them. But this guy, people like this with the credentials, like, he was, I don't think you, was he president? He was either president or a high-level health minister, I don't remember. And um, so they had to kill him. I mean, it was just normal strategy. And there are a lot of people saying the same thing happened to the Haiti president recently, who also was not going along with the injection agenda. <clears throat> and then Jamie White brings it up that in Israel, close ally of the American government, same thing is happening as in all these European countries, the Australia and New Zealand countries. And they're saying, okay, this is by Jamie White today at just before noon central time. And I was saying vaccine refusers are endangering, this in quotes, vaccine refusers are endangering other people's health and all of our freedom, says Naftali Bennett, the president, or the prime minister, sorry. If uh, 
1 million Israelis continue to not get vaccinated, this will oblige the 8 million others to shut themselves in their homes. This is assuming that you're incredibly stupid because remember that the 8 million others got the all-powerful vaccine, so they're totally safe. So why would the presence of an unvaccinated person, who most of whom are healthy, mean that the totally protected vaccinated people have to run and hide in their houses? Are, are we that far gone that we can't think anymore and we're that dumbed down? According to Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, we definitely are. Um, and then it says, Israeli's Prime Minister, Israel's Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett declared that unvaccinated citizens will be restricted from participating in society <clears throat> until they get the COVID shot. So they're all going to, the plan in Israel, which I guess is like the U.S., they think that you have rights except in an emergency, right? It's, the government has to take care of you by removing your rights. So they will be restricted from participating in society until they get the COVID shot. In a speech to the nation Thursday, Bennett insisted that citizens who have refused the shot are endangering the entire country. In other words, the vaccinated people aren't protected at all, except that they are. That's why you have to get vaccinated. Except that they aren't. That's why the unvaccinated people are killing them. It's like, it's testing you for insanity, and it's assuming that you are insane and that you can't think anymore. Anyway, the ones who are refusing are endangering the country and must be segregated from society or more lockdowns will be imposed. Now, the lockdowns are known to kill hundreds of mil millions of people downstream by starvation. And the store shelves in the UK are already starting to be empty. Uh, it's being forecast everywhere else. And it's being blamed on COVID. And in the UK, uh, I don't have time to finish this article at all because we're supposed to be finishing up. But in the UK, they've got this new idea of how to make the problem much worse. See, so it's not just Israel. Don't hate Israel. Don't hate England. Don't hate the US. Don't hate anybody. If you really want to be sharp and clear, which is really needed, you're needed right now because your clarity could spread like a real positive pandemic of consciousness. So don't hate anybody. Defend yourself, defend other people as you need to, but don't hate anybody. You heard this famous guy said, love your enemies and bless those who curse you, and that's another subject, but that's really important to get that. And this is a real-life situation to test yourself in. It's easy gut response to just hate people who don't like you. And it's a big mistake if you want to have full access to your faculties. So is there anybody in government anywhere, you know, in Israel, in the U.S., in France, in Spain, in any other countries, anywhere in South or Central America or Africa that are understanding the scope of this issue or even receptive to learning about it? And I... You know, we're all trying to do what we can to not have this go where it's trying to go. Very important because it's very simple. Mass suffering, it's better to avoid it if we can. It's, it's as simple as that. And the, the agenda 
that's coming down from the top of the power structure that the public doesn't see far above presidents and prime ministers and health czars and all the those are the servants what's coming down from the rulers is the order for total extermination not all at once but by the steps by the numbers almost like a religious ceremony which is exactly what this is and uh, if you know anybody I'm trying to find people in government that would be receptive to thinking outside the box and learning some stuff they don't know to try to do some good from within their position. Please tell me if you know anybody like that, you know, just send it to Lost Arts Radio. And uh, I want to try to contact them. Most of them have a staff that prevents anybody from contacting them so they don't go crazy and start telling the truth. But it's still worth a try, and I'm working on several right now. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin realizes that the injections are killing people, which is murder because it's known about the animal testing and things. But um, I don't think he gets yet that the entire pandemic is based on nothing, the PCR test which has never had any results that are results. Most people in the general public don't get it either. And the idea of a globally coordinated fraud is just inconceivable to most people. So, and we've been trained since Kennedy, you know, John Kennedy got murdered with complete complicity of the government. And in fact, that's where it came from. Well, above the government, actually. We've been trained since then that real conspiracies do not exist just repeat a thousand times. There's no such thing as a real conspiracy, except bank robbers. You know that in cartoons, those guys with the striped shirts that get caught by the good sheriffs and everything. Those are conspiracies, but there's no other ones. And we've been trained after that that anybody who doesn't believe in the climate change disaster is crazy. And you're not supposed to know about geoengineering creating the disruption of weather. You're not supposed to know about that nationalism is good for every country, not because they fight, but because they cooperate. And the leaders of every country, if they're true nationalists, they try to make their country, wherever it is, a wonderful place for their people to live in freedom and prosperity. That's nationalism. This thing that the media is pushing, that nationalism wants to fight everybody, is complete nonsense. Um, You're not supposed to believe that borders are good, which if any country that doesn't have strong protected borders, doesn't exist as a country for long. Um, You're not supposed to understand that. You're not supposed to understand that immigration needs to be set by the people in charge of the country in a way that you get good, well-meaning people in who will uh, help and love the country. You're not supposed to understand firearms rights. Um, These things are all unacceptable for you to understand, and you're just supposed to memorize and repeat like a parrot, whatever the mainstream media says to say. And uh, there's all kinds of insanity uh, going on in the so-called educational system. Boys being taught their girls and girls being taught their boys. Um, Shots without the parents' uh, knowledge or consent. Um, We know where the overall extermination agenda is trying to go. So the main issue is And there's no point in knowing about what's going to happen to us, except for one thing. How do we reverse it? That's it. That's the whole thing. So 
you don't reverse it by arguing with people who are too afraid to look at stuff that they haven't memorized. I think the place to start, which is the forgotten point of power, is in ourselves, you know, so we're not just more hypocrites out there saying stuff that we don't do. All of us have come from that. We have to try to clean it up. So um, learn what's going on. Get rid of your television. I would. I can't think of any positive results of having a television. And but there are good sources. I've told you about some of them. Uh, we link to lots of them every day in almost every day in LostArtsRadio.com, and those are all free. It's a free library. Want to start reading at least a little bit about what's really going on? Look at some of those articles. I don't guarantee that none of them can make a mistake because they certainly could. But if you get a wide spectrum. Those are chosen for their authenticity. Learn about how your own physical body works. You, you need your physical body. It's very important for your life. You use it for pretty much everything that you want to do. So if you follow the conventional drug approach, you're going to destroy your body before you're very old. And if you inject it with other poisons, it's going to be much worse. So learn about how the real health information, which is violently suppressed in the U.S. They kill doctors for talking about it. And hundreds have been killed for that. But you can still learn about it if you want to. And then learn about consciousness. And most most people don't even know what the word consciousness even means. They think Some of them think it's a new age, you know, nonsense word. Some of them think, well, if you get knocked out, you're unconscious. And if you wake up again, you're conscious. Kind of, in a way, but we're all knocked out. So we don't even know what being waked up is is like, and we need to find out. That issue of consciousness is the foundation of everything. It's more fundamental than anything else I can think of. And we need it because we have a, you know, when you want to heal the body, you have to get the toxins out of it and put the nutrients back in. That has application to every physical condition. And it's the same with our planet. This, We think it's a big planet. It's really a speck moving around in space. And it's sick right now. The life on it is sick. And it needs detox and correct nutrition. And the detox is getting the low frequencies that go along with hate and fear and all these associated emotional states out of the atmosphere of the earth. And the way to do that, to help do that, is to get them out of you first, and there are ways to do that. It becomes very powerful if you do that on yourself. That's the power point inside yourself. And you still have to defend yourself and other people as situations demand, but in spite of that self-defense imperative, you can still bless the people that curse you. You don't have, hatred doesn't help you be better at anything. Fear doesn't help you be better defended, better prepared. It just makes you do things you regret. We've all done that. You just have to get to the point where we love everybody, not make-believe, and you can't fake it. <laughs> you have to feel what's under their programming and love that, because that's who they really are, even the bad guys. It's hard to believe, but I really feel that that's true. And um, there's a better frequency trying to enter our world right now. We're not by ourselves. We're not abandoned. There's all kinds of 
people around us who we don't see. They don't have physical bodies. Some have been called angels, different things like that. They're real. A lot of people have encountered them in various ways. So what they're trying to let us know is that our idea of justice where you kill other people because they're wrong and you're right and your belief system is the best and theirs is subhuman, that's been used for horrific crimes all through history. Many religions thinking that their belief is the only one that's human and God hates everybody else. And love is a whole different ballgame. It's, uh, it's not like that. It hasn't been used to kill anybody. Um, so you work in and on yourself and invite spirit, invite those angelic forces that are not a matter of what religion you are. They're just like you aren't. A, they're there just like people are there. We may not see them yet, but start to expand your awareness. Do what you need to do to, to get that happening. And if you do, if enough of us do that, and enough of us with the right focus and intensity and constancy, that can spread. And that is contagious. And it can affect people that you can't even talk to. So learn about it. Um, I'm sorry I'm over time, as often happens, and I didn't even get to read whole articles that I wanted to, but you get the general idea. The awareness of what's going on, which is beyond a sci-fi movie, it's not, the authorities are all lying. I haven't found one, I mean, I'm happy to find one that isn't lying, I just haven't managed to do that yet. The situation is much more bizarre, much worse than we're being told. The treatment is killing the patient. We're the patient. It's not by mistake. It's not because they're dumb. Although, even if the top-level people that are doing this on purpose um, don't change for now, the people who are in the servant levels below them, including all of us, if we wake up to it and don't go along with it in mass which could happen. David Icke has talked about that and a lot of other people. But you have to change consciousness first or the mass of people will not do that. So the way you help change consciousness, do it yourself first. Learn, learn the reality behind the seemingly impossible statement, love the people that hate you. Spread a different frequency. And I got to stop now because we got Planetary Healing Club in 19 Minutes which you're welcome to anytime, planetaryhealingclub.com. And um, communicate with us through the uh, on-site, on, on lostartsradio.com contact form. If you want to support us, keep us on the air, which may be a challenge, but we'd appreciate it. Uh, if you have the money, if you don't have money and you're struggling, don't do that. Just spread the links. But if you have the resources, please help support us and keep us on air. We've got projects we can't do yet because there's no funds. And I don't want to do anything that is shaded with anything that would, you know, taint what we're trying to do. We won't take that money. But you can help us if you want to. There's the donate button at lostartsradio.com and at lostartsresearchinstitute.org and at subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. And other than that, uh, this is our Saturday afternoon show on current events. There's also a great Sunday afternoon show, totally free. And 
incredible guests tomorrow night. We've been having guests that are taking a chance by being on our show. Support them, learn about them, spread the links, get help us get past the censorship. That's tomorrow afternoon, U.S. time, 4.30 Pacific, or no, sorry, 6 o'clock Pacific tomorrow on Sunday and 9 o'clock Eastern U.S. time. But once it's up, the archives will be there free forever, so or as long as they're able to stay up. And I think that's about it. So take care of yourself. You're really important. In a way, this is your movie. I'm a character in your movie. All the other people that you know of are actually on a deep level characters in your movie. And you are the one that writes the script. But it's not on the superficial level. And it can't be faked. you got to get to a deeper level. Make the subconscious conscious and rewrite the script from there. You can help do that. There's no higher position that you could get. So I recommend it. Whatever you have to do to get there, we should all do it. And we should do it really soon based on what's happening. So thanks for being here. I'm going to get ready for the Planetary Healing Club meeting. And I hope you have a great rest of the weekend or whatever day it is when you're listening. And you're appreciated greatly. I'm, I'm not kidding when I think say that you're the key to turning this around. As soon as you realize it's true, that you're the star in this movie and the script is in your hands. Find out what that means and use it. Okay? And I'll see you soon. Have a good week. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level. From extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our Subscribestar levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com slash live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right 
on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.